right, hey, welcome back everybody to our Women in Worship podcast. And today we have a special guest, Delenn Rizzo's in the house, everybody. All right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> hey, we're so honored to have you on here. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for having to, to join To joining us. Thank you bring you. so much value and, and um, to the kingdom of God and what you're doing. So we just want to start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, hey, share your family. Right. I mean, just how long you've been married, if you want to. If you want to. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> they are optional things. Uh, Dylan, you've been a worship leader for how long? Gosh, over 30 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Long yeah. time. So we won't tell how old I am. <laughs> I mean, we can. I'm about to be 50. That's awesome. So I'm 49 and holding. But yeah, um, Dylan Rizzo, and my husband is Dino, and we live in Birmingham, Alabama, on staff at Church of the Highlands, and then a part of ARC, mm-hmm. and so um, we're really enjoying it here more and more. We've lived here almost six years, which is crazy. That is crazy. But um, really enjoying it. Um, I'm a part of ARC Women, so I help lead that, um, the women's side of things. We do Instagrams and blogs. and um, Can you tell us a little bit about what is ARC? ARC is a church planting organization, Association of Related Churches. Okay. It's been around, gosh, it's like I've lost track, but a long time. Yeah. And I think it might be next year, our 20th anniversary. I'm pretty sure I'm correct on that. Um, So just amazing. You know, our founders, Billy Hornsby, Mm -hmm. who's in heaven now, who's Tammy Hodges' uh, father. But just an honor. We've been a part of it since the beginning, but not... Um, as directly of a part as we are now. And so um, just enjoying helping facilitate that, um, getting to know these young church planters that have a dream in their heart Mm -hmm. that they feel like God's called into a city. And they're always scared to death when they come here for um, training. But then by the end, you can see a little confidence growing and they're excited. And so we just, we love that. We love helping empower them and giving them the tools and the resources to go out and plant these life-giving churches. Um, there's been over 700 churches That's planted amazing. up That's to incredible. date. So, yeah, it's really exciting. So I oversee ARC Women, oversee ARC Worship, which it just means at our two conferences every year, I help facilitate a team. Mm-hmm. Um from all the different churches. I mean, not everyone, but from different art churches. And we come together and it's really fun to have some of the different guys and girls from all over. So we have one coming up, in fact, in April. So that'll be exciting. I think we have 15 different worship leaders from the various churches. Oh, that's awesome. So always, we call it a family reunion. Yeah, family reunion. And in fact, this year, the theme of art conference is family vibes. So we just, we feel like a family. So it's never like a um, stressful or pressure-filled time at a conference. It's just always empowering, and you just feel comfortable, and you have your family with you. So it's great. We're excited about that. I have three kids. I have my oldest just got married. So that's pretty cool to have a son-in-law now that I adore. So he is super cool, great, um, just gift from God. So McCall is 24. She's about to be 25. And then Dylan just made 23 last week, and he lives in New York. He serves at Hillsong New York Church and is just doing a great job there. 
And then Isabella is our youngest and she's a senior in high school and gonna go to the University of Alabama next fall. And if you haven't Roll seen our time. children, they're beautiful. Oh, so <laughs> this whole family's beautiful. So, so sweet. You are so sweet. They mom. are, they I are. I love them, I'm proud of them. They That's are. my highest calling. Oh, I know. Is to be a mama. Yeah. And um, to be a good one. And right. to be a hands-on mother that, you know, my parents always taught me, you're not gonna notice all the little things that need to be changed or, red flags or just attitudes or whatever that comes up if you're not present. And That's so um, I've always tried, even in ministry and pastoring and things, I, I want to be around mm -hmm. so I can see those things that, hey, we need to get a grip on. Yeah, and, absolutely. And let's talk to Jesus about, but you know, they're not perfect, but they're great kids. That's awesome. And I'm really proud of well, them. Well, that brings up just a whole conversation. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. somebody asked me one time, how do I balance yeah. ministry and family and I was like it's not a balance it's a priority of that day yeah. what's the most important thing that day yeah. mm -hmm. and my babies always win <laughs> my yeah. family it, but it mm -hmm. but it, at one point in my ministry it didn't they didn't win right you know I kind of sacrificed gotcha. my family for but I but I learned through that so awesome I love hearing you hearing you talk about that so Maybe just walk us through what that looked like. Was there a time in ministry where it was hard to to say yes to ministry? And then if, was there a time that maybe you didn't put your family first? And what did you learn from it? Maybe there wasn't a time. But, you know, anything, anything like that. I mean, I think that's always the million-dollar question mm -hmm. for women is right. how do you balance everything? I mean, mm -hmm. we get it. Um, just with women in leadership throughout art. Absolutely. Yep. How do you balance? And, you know, I don't know if there's just this, you know, single answer that I can give. It's hard. Right. It's always going to be hard. Mm -hmm. And so I think you have to just kind of know that, that it's always going to be a fight and a battle. Mm -hmm. um, so you can't ever think you've got a grip on it or you've got this down because there's seasons and you're, there's, you know, times when your children are little then they're teenagers, then they're adults. And what I have found is that um, they're all crucial. Mm -hmm. And now we're having adult children and they need us as much as they did when they were little. I really feel like um, I've tried really hard to make them a priority. I, I sure have not um, got it right every time. But um, I just kind of brought them along with me a lot. When they were little, um, you know, we used to have Wednesday night church every week. Right. Woo, that yes, was we hard. did. Right. Yes, we did. That, I can remember, I still look back and I'll think sometimes on a Wednesday, wow. I can remember in Louisiana, pastor and our power would just go out sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we would get there early for rehearsal. The power would go out. I'd have all my kids and we would have to make a call. <laughs> Are we going to try to have church? Right. Go home. And it was just tough, you know, but... I look back and think what sweet times and memories mm -hmm. with my kids. Um, you know, we joke there was this a couple on our staff and they had like nine kids and she was on the worship team and she would bring hers and they would sit during practice on the front row like angels. Never make a peep, but mine like <laughs> running all throughout the church. Yeah, how, do, how, so, how do you have children like that? Mine never I know, like that. I was just like, that is not fair. So normally you know, I would have to have a little help with mine, but I think it's just, you know, there's seasons and what, you know, what has God called you to do 
in that season, but making sure they're still priority. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I was still able to use my gift of worship and my calling. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved that, but they still, I didn't drag them to every service, Mm -hmm. but they were still a big part. So, um, but there were sometimes I just have to say, you know what? I can't lead today or I can't Mm -hmm. do this. Dylan has a ball game. Or whatever. And and I was also the type, I think most women probably are, and you girls are probably like this, that I would feel guilty. So I would, you know, have that whole thing of, I would feel guilty. I didn't go to something, you know, at the church for for my children or vice versa. So I really, the older that I've gotten, the better I've gotten at that, that you just, you can't be all, you can't be at everything. And you have to decide what is most important. And then just go with it and just not feel the guilt and the condemnation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm that type. I want to please everybody. I'm a perfectionist. I want everybody to be happy. I want to be be there for everything. And you just really can't. Right. She's right. <laughs> I don't know funny that I have a ton. I only have one kid. <laughs> yeah, but, so. but Isaiah, uh, for everybody, Isaiah is Bethany's daughter. Oh, and oh I like that. She, she is the most well-behaved child that I have <laughs> asked Isaiah, who is, how old is she? She's 10. She's 10 to help me with my eight-year-old. Because <laughs> Mercy. Right, like her father. She's not like her mother, I promise. <laughs> my so kids are cute. like, whoa. And then Isaiah's like, can I help you? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Sweet. How did you do that with your <laughs> yeah, child? get that. But Bethany <laughs> takes. I mean, you take Isaiah everywhere with you. Yeah, so, she's gone with me since she's two on. And so she's awesome. been, um, like I said, I, I float in and out. I get to be at home church and serve there. And then I travel and serve. And, mm-hmm. and the when she was younger days, I was so blessed to have a team and still have the same team that loves her like we love her. And so she has spent many right. times with soundproof um, mm-hmm. headphones by the mm-hmm. drum kit, by the drum throne beside my drummer. Or my keyboard player, depending on who she liked better that day. Yeah. <laughs> the coloring book and some yeah. colors. And yeah. we just lead a set. And she would be in the back. I do have a good story about that. Um, sorry to take, but I think you'll appreciate this. Yeah. We were doing an event. And um, it was one of those typical evening sessions where it goes a little long. And she's sitting uh, beside my drummer with her noise-proof headphones and just coloring away. Mm-hmm. And... I'm, we're leading, we're middle of the set, and all of a sudden the drums just stop. Mm. And I'm thinking, well, I didn't call for that. I don't know what's going on. And I turn around to look, to check, to think, okay, mm-hmm. you know, your friend radar kicks in. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And my drummer has my daughter, and she is upside down, and he's got her by the foot. Well, she had fallen off the back of the riser, oh, no. and he turned around to check on her. And all he could see was her little feet kicking. So he grabs her by her foot and picks her up just to get her as quickly as he could. But now she's upside down. And we finally just, we obviously had to stop the whole set. She ran to the front and she stayed glued to my leg for the rest of the event. I guess she did. How old was she? She was probably four. So um, it says a lot for her. She's a big kid. So uh, Daniel's (laughs) been working out when he picked her up. Yes. Anyways, so I get it. Yeah, you just take your kids everywhere. Mm -hmm. They're a part of your world. They are not the world. That's been some of the greatest parenting advice somebody Mm -hmm. ever gave us because I would look around and Mm -hmm. I know that it's not this way, but you know, you kind of form your own thoughts Mm -hmm. by how you see other people parent. And I would think, I can't, I'm not wired to just stay home. I don't have that. And I have so much respect and honor. 
for people that can, but I, I don't have that. And so I just only figured out, you know, she's just going to have to figure out how to act like a reasonable human being. (laughs) Oh, I just think that, that, you know, there's a grace that God just gives you when you're, when you're called, I'm not called to be at home either. I was at home with our youngest for, for two years, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I just was so antsy. I was like, God, you have got to get me out of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. love my children, right. but I was, I'm called to, right. to be out there. So I think people like you, Delenn, just give encouragement to those younger ones that are just starting out on their journey mm-hmm. with babies and sure. that are wanting to be in full-time mm-hmm. ministry or even, I mean, just part-time or mm-hmm. you or right. even want to volunteer, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, right. like it can, it can be done. It can, but no, you don't get that season back. That's right. So That's, yeah. make That's sure good. that, you know, you are present and mm-hmm. you are there and that they're not put on the back burner because it might come back to bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but there's no like, the right way stay at home or the wrong way right. stay you know it's just how god has called your family and wired you and what works yeah. for everybody is different so yeah. but yeah yeah so you've been in worship for how long you said 30 years yeah over that for sure and working all my life you started out in you're from louisiana i'm from louisiana yeah and how old did you? How old were you when you started? Gosh. Maybe you just around. You know, probably five or six. <laughs> Not you know? crazy. Yeah, I mean, my mom was a singer and her mm-hmm. sister, and so singing was just a part of our. And your life. sister's a singer. She's a worship leader. Yes, mm-hmm. Candace Mulay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my mom would just around the house sing this note. Mm-hmm. And see if you can um, hold this note, you know, who can hold it the longest. So me and Candace would have <laughs> little contests, you know. And Candace and my mom were like real high sopranos. So then we'd see how high of a note, you know, and I was a little lower. So that was just always so fun. And I always get tickled because my mom tells me that Candace was the natural, you know, right off the bat. It took me a little while. Yeah. And then she's like, then we were like, okay, thank the Lord. You know, she can sing too. But, um, just always sang in church and choir. Mm-hmm. That was our avenue to start singing was the choir. Yeah. I think my first little like special at church in the choir came out and sang a verse on the song was like at 13. Mm-hmm. So um, that was like a big deal, you know, back then because not everybody got to do that. And so I was so blessed to be able to learn in that mm-hmm. environment and had great people that love me and would teach me things and just, you know, all the little, I don't know, things that you, you think you just pick up, but sometimes you, you know, I needed to be taught too. So I just, Mm -hmm. I loved singing in church. I sang in teen talent, which I don't know what it's called now in the assembly of God, which is, was like a little competition. So that was really fun. Just something, you know, to do like that in the church world but that kind of you could use your, you know, gift. I, I think it's fun that you can now we all, I mean, me included, can look back on those things that we didn't even, we kind of took for granted when we were, when we were learning. Mm-hmm. So as you know, here we have Highlands College students right. or just students around yeah. that we are encouraging. Maybe speak to them for a second and how to encourage, because we're all like, hey, just do everything that you can. Right. Learn as much as you can because sometimes at that age, we're so focused on getting to the end goal right. that we don't really realize how much we're picking up and learning mm-hmm. when you put your mm-hmm. hands to everything. Right. I think it's so important. You need to put your hands to everything. Get involved with it as much as you can. Definitely. 
because that's those are the building blocks to where God really is going to you know use you in, in later years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. as you look back, we can all see. Yeah, man. I remember getting up there and failing majorly. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course. And how and we did didn't you... have confidence monitors. No, we right. right. had to know the words. Th- those That's right. <laughs> okay. Woo! So I actually hard. had to be more excellent back then. Right, you really did. <laughs> you had to really practice and know your stuff. But I think something that I find sometimes the younger generation is missing a little bit is just the honor. Yeah. You know, um, I would just encourage those Highlands College, any young worship leader out there um, to just make sure that, you know, you don't feel like you've arrived and that you know it all because you don't. Mm-hmm. You right. think you do. Right. We all did. Mm-hmm. But you don't. And just, you know, if you'll have that sense of honor and respect for the people in your world and know that you can learn from everybody. Mm-hmm. And be teachable. I think that is so missing nowadays. Um, you know, I get on my kids about it because they think they just, they got it going on now. Mm-hmm. And I just, I feel like my generation growing up, we felt we had so much to learn. Right. You know, we didn't feel as entitled right. as as young people do now. And it's not their fault. It's just the way of the, the social media world is. Um, in a lot of ways, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just to honor whatever house you're in, whatever team you're on, be that team player. Mm-hmm. Get in there, make the copies, whatever you do, you right. know, um, just, I don't know, just um, be a servant. Yeah. Be a servant and learn and grow mm-hmm. and um, know that you have a long way to go. Yeah, and doing it, as the Bible talks about, as unto the Lord. Yeah, um, And because... What we're living for is is the eternal. Absolutely. You know, it's not the earthly. All this is temporal. I mean, so we right. gotta we gotta make a difference while we're here. For sure. For the for the kingdom of God. And it's hard, you know, because singing is such a um you want affirmation back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you want applause or you want a great job or you know, a pat on the back. So and I've talked about this before. That's another thing we have to be careful of is we don't want to just hear how great we are, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I really went through that um, because worship wasn't a big deal right. when I started out. So it was performance. So I had to learn that and I had to learn, I'm not going to get, that was incredible every Sunday. Right, right. Because I looked for that mm-hmm. because it made me feel like, okay, well, I did a good job today because mm-hmm. I was so used to that and singing solos or specials or whatever. But it's so not what it's about. It's just pleasing God and doing doing what you're called to do and honoring your pastor and your team and staying in those guidelines and that honor. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, right. Absolutely. Um, but it's not about, wow, you just, you know, you're so incredible and you have the best voice and and all of that. To me, a higher compliment is, wow, God used you today. Yes. And I love how you honor, you know, your house Mm -hmm. and how it's, you don't make it about you, but you're, you know, you're making it about the team and what your pastor wants. Does that make sense? Yes. This Um, ministry is more about, uh, more than just for them. Right. I mean, you're ministering every time you walk through those doors, every time you make the copies, just like you said, every time... You're, I had a conversation with a friend a couple of weeks ago. Every time you're straightening chairs, every exactly. time you're 
stringing guitars mm-hmm. and learning, even learning the music on your own when nobody's looking. Right, like right. you're still ministering is still a part mm-hmm. of, and when you keep that mind frame, yeah. all of the honor yeah. comes natural. You're mm-hmm. so right. You don't have to work at it. Yeah, and the lack of you're you're not striving and starving for affirmation mm-hmm. because you're you're doing things and just as as confident and content in what's not seen. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah, so I true. love that. So love true. That. But it's a constant, you know, reminder. Yeah. I think we, we all need it as humans. Right. But we can't, you know, make that everything and what right. we we need to do a good job. Right. So it just has to come from our love of God and the house. And I love that slogan that y'all have mm-hmm. on the stage, the side stage of every campus. What does it say exactly? Oh, it's an honor to be on this stage. Thank you, God, for choosing me. I mean, I, th- I look at it every time mm-hmm. that I lead here because I think that is the truth right there. Don't let us ever forget. It's just so not about us. And it's an honor and a privilege. And it's a gift. Oh, it is a gift from God. It is. That that he would use us in any way. Yeah. Well, the good thing is too, is it's not relegated to, it doesn't matter your stage. Your stage right now may be momhood. There you go. And your stage yeah. may be ministry, and it may be we're still waiting for a child. It may be we're still waiting for a job. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. It's just so like Lee good. was saying, as unto the Lord. It's mm-hmm. not It's not platform relegated as mm-hmm. to whether we're valuable to the kingdom of God by so what we're right. doing. Mm-hmm. It's just really how we're choosing to honor, like you said, so and look through the lens of just your kingdom come, Lord, however that needs to look. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to get down and, and do the work. So good. Yeah. It's, I think we forget that the most important thing is that God sees us, mm-hmm. not people. Because mm-hmm. he makes the way. He does. He makes the way. Well, and that's the goal of relationship. Totally. Because if we're, if we're in relationship, not just I, I did my 10 minutes or I did my Bible study or I did my whatever. When it's a constant relationship, you're having those conversations with him while you're doing the mundane or the things that people aren't seeing. It, it's really an interaction with Him mm-hmm. in those moments, just like it would be on a platform or wherever you so choose to decide to start. Because our relationships got to start there. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening today. And don't forget to subscribe. And while you're subscribing, Please leave us a review because leaving that review, it really helps to support this ministry and get the word out. Also, don't forget to share it with your friends and family and follow us on Instagram so you know exactly what's happening with Women in Worship. 